1: What's up, Raider Nation? Welcome into Friday's edition of the On Raiders podcast, February 12, 2021. Your boy Q here with you. You know you can find me on Twitter, as many of you do, at your boy Q254. Definitely appreciate anytime someone reaches out and shares a message with me or has an opinion on the Raiders or has an opinion on anything. I've actually got a lot of messages uh, as of late about Metallica. I was talking about Metallica with Cofield and Company on ESPN Las Vegas on Tuesday earlier this week, and they kind of questioned me when I was talking about Metallica over the weekend, and all of a sudden, a lot of people have been hitting me up with uh, pictures of Fred Balitnikov and the lead singer of Metallica like you know Metallica the lead singer is a big Raider fan so I was not aware of that but it kind of all goes together and it makes a lot of sense so uh, yeah anyway but I love all the uh, interaction on Twitter you can definitely hit me up anytime at your boy Q254 try to reach out to you as quickly as possible as soon as I see it I try to get back to you so again thank you for that coming up on today's show well before I get into today's show let me tell you that it's being brought to you by Built Bar go to builtbar.com use the promo code locked on. You're going to get 20% off your order Just like that And I'll tell you all about Bilt Bar Coming up at the end of segment number one But coming up on today's show And I've teased it a couple times Throughout the week You're going to hear in segment two And segment three You're going to hear my conversation With Wayne Mabry A.K.A. The Violator Raider super fan Raider ambassador He's going to be going into The Ford Hall of Fans In Canton, Ohio In, uh, in August It's going to be something That's going to be really, really cool Anyway, I had a chance to talk to him On Wednesday evening And I've been teasing it Throughout the week You'll hear that conversation coming up in segment number two and segment number three here in segment number one news and notes of the day as I always do. So let's go ahead and and jump right into it off top. Tyrell Williams, wide receiver Tyrell Williams he's going to be released by the Raiders, it's going to save about $11 million, Uh, a lot of reports started rolling out, pro football focus, uh, pro football talk Uh, a lot of different folks started rolling out and then Vinny Bonsignor from the Las Vegas Review Journal and also Raider Nation Radio 920 put out a tweet, I can confirm that the Raiders plan to release wide receiver Tyrell Williams which will create $11 million in cap space, the move was fairly inevitable given the salary cap and Williams unfortunately not being able to stay healthy the last two years, again that's from Vinny on Twitter and when he says not being able to stay healthy what he means is in two years with the silver and black Tyrell Williams played in 14 games had 42 catches for 651 yards and six TDs not one season that's two seasons with the silver and black did not play a down in 2020 with the Raiders and played the 14 games with the Oakland Raiders in 2019 uh, for that services for his services Tyrell Williams made 22 million dollars <laughs> $22 million for 42 catches, 651 yards, and six TDs. He uh, is the fifth highest cap number of the Raiders roster in 2021 at $11.6 million. And the Raiders can save all but $1 million of that number by releasing him. And, you know, it's funny. Earlier in the day on uh, on Thursday, I got hit up on Twitter a couple times, uh, and I was having a back-and-forth conversation about are the Raiders going to release uh, Tyrell Williams before his $1 million that they have to pay him? And I never even saw that. I never even noticed that. I knew at some point they were going to release him because it was just the obvious. Again, he just he was making too much money and he wasn't providing enough services for the Raiders. So I figured that they were going to release him. I didn't realize that they were going to basically burn a million dollars. So uh, this is what it's saying right here, that uh, the Raiders could save all that money, that $11.6 million, except for $1 million. So uh, he's going to be out the door. He's only 28 years old. He actually turns 29 today. So uh, happy birthday. Tyrell Williams you're out of a job but hey don't feel bad for me made 22 million dollars in two years hey look man you can fire me on my birthday if I've made 22 million dollars in the last two years I will take it and I will give you hey man I won't just show up for 14 days of work I'll show up every damn day of the year I don't need no days off and I'm talking Saturday and Sunday I'll work every single day for the next two years without a day off for 22 million dollars but again that's just me. <laughs> and nobody's paying me $22 million to talk on a podcast or talk on the radio, but they will pay Tyrell Williams $22 million to catch the ball 42 times and get 651 yards and six TDs. Hey, only in America, right? But anyway, I'm not mad at him, man. He, look, he tried. He was really looking like he could have been a big factor for the Raiders. He could have really helped out that wide receiving core. He just couldn't stay healthy. I mean, it was just the the obvious when uh, the Raiders traded for Antonio Brown, and then they brought him in at the same time. That looked like that could have been a heck of a combo. It just didn't work out because he just wasn't healthy. Uh, so he'll end up somewhere else. He'll probably get a, a very minimal deal. And, hell, maybe if the Raiders uh, want to get you know get a little froggy, they try to ring him back at a very minimal deal. I doubt it, but you never know. You just never know. So Tyrell Williams will be out. Uh, The Raiders are releasing him, saving about $11 million in cap space. I also saw something on Thursday on Twitter that I thought was really, really cool from uh, Raiders on NBCS. You can find them on Twitter at NBCS Raiders. Uh, I thought it was really cool. Monte Poole was on it, and uh, it was was, uh, Ron Rivera, who's the head coach of the Washington football team. He actually had a message that he wanted to send along to Tom Flores, who obviously is going into the Hall of Fame. Thought that was really cool. But Ron Rivera, well, actually, Tom Flores and uh, Monte Poole were talking back and forth. They were having a little interview. Uh, Tom Flores has been on a a nice little, uh, kind of a media run. You know, I've been doing a lot of interviews across the country about being uh, you know, elected to go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Matter of fact, my guy Christopher Gabriel, CGP, from uh, 940 ESPN Fresno, he actually did an interview with Tom Flores just the other day, said it to me and uh, told me, hey, feel free to put it on the show. I just never did. I was actually trying to get Tom on myself to, to, you know, to have an interview with him, but Anyway, he's been doing a lot of uh, little media search, so a little you know a little tour just talking and, and what it meant to you know get into the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame and be uh, you know, going into Canton, Ohio in August. So Ron Rivera actually jumped in and had a message that he wanted to pass along to Tom Flores because he's always looked up to him as a Latino head coach. And so uh, here's the message that Ron Rivera passed along to Tom Flores by way of Monte Pool from uh, Raiders on NBCS.
0: Hey, Coach Flores, this is Ron Rivera. Just want to say congratulations on your nomination and election into the NFL Hall of Fame. It's well-deserved, it's long time coming, but well-deserved. And I wanna thank you for being an inspiration, an inspiration to me and to all those that are like me, okay? Coaches, coaches of Latino heritage, we really do appreciate who you are, coach. And it really is, 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 I think it's awesome. And I really do appreciate what you've meant to me throughout my career. Again, thanks for being a role model. Thank you for being a mentor. Thank you for being who you are. Thanks, coach, and again, congratulations. So, thought that was really cool, man. Ron
1: Rivera, again, you got to give him a big salute for everything that he went through in 2020, being the head football coach there in Washington, dealing with all the issues he had to deal with, also dealing with cancer issues. You know, basically uh, having to go and do uh, you know chemotherapy and do so much stuff off the field and worry about his health off the field, and uh, to the point where he's able to complete all his treatments and currently cancer-free, and so that's awesome. But he took the time out to to thank. Tom Flores for being the coach that he was and being really an inspiration in his life. So I thought that that was really cool. Well, I've said it many times on this show on uh, Thursdays on Fox sports, central Texas, my radio station that, that I'm on from three to 6 PM central time. I have every Thursday, I have John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. He's on at four thirty. Well, he was on, and I didn't ask him about Tom Flores because I, I kept, you know, peppering him with questions about Tom Flores, kept saying, hey, Tom's in, right? Tom's in. So I hadn't, I didn't ask him any questions about Tom Flores on Thursday, but all of a sudden he volunteered, and it, was, it wasn't very long. It was only about 30 seconds, but he said, hey, this is what we did as a committee to make sure that uh, Tom Flores was in as a coach.
0: One of the things we did, Q, to finally get Flores in there, we quit considering what he did at Seattle. His record was terrible. But he had a terrible owner, Ken Baring, who wouldn't do anything to try to put a good product on the field. So we focused on the Raiders, two Super Bowls, eight and three playoff record. And I'm so glad Tom Flores at 84 finally got in there after a 50, like 55 year association, or what, 60 years. With the Raiders.
1: So there was John McClain explaining on uh, on Fox Sports Central Texas on Thursday what exactly the committee that he's a part of, what they did differently to make sure that Tom Flores was indeed put into the Hall of Fame where he belonged. And again, I've said it before because he's explained that to me before. What held Tom Flores back was his time in Seattle, even though, like you just heard John McClain explain, was not his fault. The ownership was awful in Seattle. They wouldn't put a good team out there, and he never stood a chance. And, you know, another thing that uh, was also mentioned, and I, I don't have to play it but he said that you know before they had the contributors and the coaches they would have to go up against players as well and so it was always hard for a coach especially one that may have a couple questions like Tom Flores had with Seattle it was hard for him to go up against a player and get them in so once they put the the contributors and they put the coaches in separate categories it opened the door for guys like Tom Flores who like you heard from John McClain, just say right there uh, deserved to be in a long time ago so he was very happy that uh, him and the committee finally were able to get coach flores in so uh, that's all i really got for you for segment number one of today's locked on raiders podcast Uh, that was the news and notes of the day coming up in segment number two and also segment number three is my conversation i had with wayne mabry aka the violator not only is charles woodson going into the hall of fame not only is coach tom flores going into the hall of fame but wayne mabry aka the violator he's going into the ford hall of fans And it's all going to be that same weekend in Canton, Ohio. It's going to be awesome. You'll hear part one of my conversation with him coming up next. Before I get into that, though, I do want to tell you about betonline.ag. I know the Super Bowl's already passed. And maybe college basketball is not your thing. Maybe the NBA is not your thing. But how about UFC? How about hockey? How about baseball? It's right around the corner. There's so many different things that you can get a part of and be a part of and get a little bit of gamble on with and uh, make some money. BetOnline.ag is going to help you do that. They're the one place that has you covered, the one place that we trust. You can sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag. You could use the promo code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. So, for example, you put in $100, you're going to have $150 to play with with you uh, put in $200 you're gonna have th- uh, no almost said $300 yeah 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 $300 I was right $300 to play with it's simple as that it's it's un- so unbelievable I couldn't even get the math right you know it's like you're, you're playing with someone else's money who doesn't want to do that? that's when I'm at my best really I gamble the best when it's someone else's money that's just how I roll my mom likes to call it a hustle it's not a hustle I just feel like I'm a little bit luckier when I play with other people's money so betonline.ag is going to help you do that get off the sidelines get into the game Promo code locked on when you make your first deposit, receive a 50% welcome bonus just like that. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. If you're on social media, check them out at BetOnline underscore AG. Take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for that free account today and use the promo code locked on for your sign-up bonus. That's BetOnline.ag. Segment number two is on the way.
0: Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team is every day.
1: Joining me now on the phone lines to talk about an honor that everyone does not have the chance to receive is my guy Wayne Mabry and you may know him better as the Violator and, and I definitely appreciate your time this evening. You're going to be inducted into the Ford Hall of Fans in Canton, Ohio. When you hear that, what did what does it mean to you as a longtime season ticket holder, as a guy who's been dedicated to the max for the silver and black for more than 37 years? What does all that mean to you?
0: Well, Q, it's like, I guess my first feeling is like graduation. You know, I've got my diploma now. Or I will get it in August. And uh, like I say, for 30, 30 uh, 29 years of donning the, the, the costume, it's, uh, it's an honor just to be recognized for what I've done. Any influence that I may have had on the fan base or the game itself, it's just an honor to be part of that fabric.
1: When you were in Tampa Bay and you were receiving this honor and you were kind of talking to everybody and just going through this whole process, like how, how just not overwhelming, but just emotionally, how, how much emotions were running through your body when you were, when you were soaking it all in?
0: I'm going to put it this way. Now, anybody that has ever witnessed childbirth, it was kind of like that. You, you, your emotions are all over the place, <laughs> you know, and pins and needles. It, it's like, uh, the, the Right before the kickoff on opening day at, at, at any team's stadium, it's just like that, and you just can't wait. Look, get the National Anthem over so they can kick the ball. So that's <laughs> the way it was, waiting on that knock from David Baker.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. I've I've had the honor to be able to talk to David Baker a couple times, just about you know him knocking on the door and talking to all the Hall of Famers and, and doing that, and, and the kind of emotion that uh you know that they go through. So I can only imagine, and for you to know that. Raider Nation, the fan base. I mean, you're you're the guy going in, but the fan base also played a major role and, and and has that much respect for you and everything you've done over the many many years that you've been doing this. and And the violator's been been a, a real deal, you know. Fan, you know, how how big of a you know incredible honor was that to know that the whole nation has your back.
0: Well, well, like here's here's the deal, Q. As an ambassador, and to have your peers support you in a cause like this, that meant the world to me. Like I say, it's not only me going in, the Raider Nation is going in with me. Right. Uh, and just to be going in at the same time as, uh, you know, uh, the great Coach Flores and, uh, you know, Charles Wilson, that's a, I already dubbed it Raiders trifecta because we may not ever see this or I may not in my lifetime.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's real and that's a that's a great honor and a great way to go in. You're going with the great coach Tom Flores and of course Charles Woodson. Tom Flores long overdue, but it almost seems like everything just came together at the right time. Even though we as fans say it's long overdue, maybe this is the way it was supposed to be. The trifecta, all three of you going in, Flores, Woodson, and the Violator.
0: And you think about it, God moves in, in mysterious ways, man. And he always moves at the right time. So my thing that I've learned over my years as a fan you know you're talking better part 50 years or so, it's patience, and you never lose that love. So that fire still burns bright, but there will be a time when that fire burns brighter, and I'm looking forward to that day in August.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Talking right now with May- Wayne Mabry, uh, you know him better as the Violator ambassador for the Raiders. And not only that, not only are you an ambassador, a super fan, you know, you're the guy that everyone looks up to. You also do a lot of great things in the community. You're you're always taking care of the veterans and doing stuff in your local community. Where does that, where does that, uh, you know, that fire come from within you? And almost it, to me from watching from a distance, it's almost like you feel like that's your responsibility. Where does that come from?
0: Well, First of all, it's about being humble and being introduced to the right people and the organizations that take part in these kind of activities. And like I say, my path was led to connect with these guys. Uh, and I'll just name one of the sources, uh, Raider Nation Car Club. Uh, look up uh, Jim Smiley on, on social media. Okay. This guy introduced me to that whole world, man, and it just changed my life. Once your heart is pricked. As far as giving back, you know, I was kind of brought up in the South, so that was commonplace, but just to do it out here at an age when you understand what it all means, you can't replace that with money nowhere.
1: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it comes from a great place. I, I can definitely tell that. And uh, having conversations with you in the past, I know, and I've let you know that me being in Central Texas, you know, Fort Hood's in my backyard. So, of course, that's the military. It's a great military base. And uh, so I always want to salute them. And I feel like a lot of the times, and, and I know that you you don't do this, but just we as our everyday life, we get caught up where we don't. We don't celebrate and we don't show that responsibility and, and that love to veterans and, and the active military, except for like the 4th of July, Memorial Day, or, you know, the days that it's celebrated. But we need to be more active and do this on, on a daily basis.
0: You know, it's funny you mentioned that, uh, the certain holidays. Now, I figure spreading love should happen every day of the year. Yeah. Uh, we got 365 days. Let's spend each of those days doing what we can to Spread that positive seed, that's what I call it. And like I say, being clo- in close contact with these guys and hearing their stories and, you know, what got them to where they are, but they still are dedicated to this country, this nation. And like I said, my dad was a career military guy. So I kind of got some of that firsthand. Yeah. And I never thought of the impact, like I say, until my later years, you know, rest, his soul rests in peace. But that's special because that's the ultimate sacrifice in my book.
1: It is. It absolutely is. And it's something that gets overlooked uh, far too much. So I like to try to come back and, and remember and remind myself and sometimes just have to humble myself to even to even remember that. Talking right now with the Violator, uh, going into the Ford Hall of Fans in, in August in Canton, Ohio, is going to be a great honor for him, going to be a great honor for the Raider Nation uh, fan base just to go ahead and watch. And, and for anyone who I like to call as a new booty, someone who's young and may not you know know the history of the Violator, how did the Violator come to be? How did it go from being Wayne Mabry Monday through Saturday to the Violator on game days at the at the Coliseum?
0: Well, it's a form of therapy for me, and people that know me have heard me say that for the better part of twenty years. It's therapy, and uh, it came about. Now, this that spirit was always inside of me as a kid, but I didn't know how to define it, so I didn't talk about it. But I knew there was another side of me echoing. To come out. And, uh, you know, in L.A., the crowd was often large, but it wasn't loud enough to my liking. And uh, growing up in the South, football was religious. So I expected California to have that same attitude, but they didn't. It was kind of laid back. And, you know, I've never used a seat in the stadium since I've been going (laughs) because there's no need to sit. You had a football, you know, you got to get that energy, keep it moving. So standing up was just traditional. And uh, so I got questioned by uh, a few celebrities, and I won't name names, but they know, they remember, uh, to a point that I said, you know what? The next season, I'm going to bring them something visual to let them know why I act like I act." And that's where the violator was unleashed. And uh, he's been in treatment ever since. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, that's treatment for him. He's got... Five to six hours to run free, stop the yard. So that's what it's been. It's been a ritual, man, that, you know, I could never have ever dreamt of. But once I realized what it was and the purpose behind it, I just took off.
1: So there's part one of my conversation right there with Wayne Mabry, a.k.a. The Violator, ambassador to the Raiders, obviously a super fan to the Raiders, a guy that you always recognize out there whenever you see him in the stands, always saw him all the time at the Oakland Coliseum, man. He was just one of those guys that you kind of looked up and said, yep, it's game day, there goes the Violator. But that was just part one of my conversation With him coming up in segment number three, part two of my conversation with the violator. Before I get into that, though, I do want to tell you about Built Bar, the title sponsor of today's show. And Built Bar is a really, really good tasting protein bar. I've been telling you about it for quite a while. They've got eighteen amazing flavors right now, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you the inside, Raider Nation. There's more flavors coming. There's a flavor that I have tried. I have actually ate the last two or three days. They just sent it in the mail for us to try to see what we thought. They haven't even launched it yet. I'm letting you know right now, this new flavor that's on the way is amazing. It is really, really good. And I'm not supposed to tell you the flavor because they want to launch it and they want it to be a surprise. So I'm not going to tell you that it's coconut, chocolate, brownie. I'm not going to say that. But I'll tell you, it's really, really good. But you didn't hear that from me. Uh, remember, uh, what was that commercial back in the day? Uh, remember in Living Color? I ain't one to gossip, so you ain't heard that from me. What was that? Remember? Wh- wh- who was that?
0: Oh, look at that. They go Peabody Scott. Yeah, Peabody Scott from Building 92. So you got the whole brew with him tonight. Peabody! Peabody! Somebody ought to give you the Father of the Year Award. Mm-hmm. We need more men like you in these projects. Always oh, got them kids out with you. <laughs> that little one over there got your personality.
1: His personality in the maintenance man's eyes. Mm-hmm. Damn fool ain't one of them kids is. That last one came out looking so much like the mailman, people were sticking letters
0: in his diapers. <laughs> I ain't one of them guys, so you ain't heard that from me. No, you haven't. <laughs>
1: So out of control, so out of control, but it is a Friday. Let me get focused again. I'm still telling you about the Built Bar. Builtbar.com. Great tasting protein bars. Been telling you about it for a long time. You want to lose or maintain weight and enjoy a delicious treat? They are the bars for you. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for the keto diet. I've told you all that before. Trust me, great tasting. Protein bars is what you need to know. Right now, builtbar.com, promo code locked on is going to save you 20% off your order. Simple as that. Builtbar.com, promo code locked on, save you 20% off your order. Segment number three is on the way.
0: Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team is. Every day.
1: Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Time to jump into part two of my conversation with Wayne Mabry, a.k.a. The Violator. He's going to be going into the Ford Hall of Fans. It's going to be going down in August in Canton, Ohio, the same time when... Tom Flores, head coach Tom Flores, and of course the great Charles Woodson are both going to be going in. So uh, it's going to be a trifecta of Raider Nation in Canton, Ohio in August. It's going to be a very, very exciting time. You heard part one of my conversation in segment number two. Here is part two of my conversation with Wayne Mabry, a.k.a. The Violator. What would your message be to those fans that, there's young guys, I mean, you've seen the great greatness of the Raiders, you've seen the great the Raiders at their highest peak, but there's a lot of the fan base that are fans because their parents were fans, their fathers were fans, their mothers were diehard fans, so that was just all they knew growing up. That's how my kids are. They know the Raiders are our team, but they haven't seen the winning. What would you say to those younger fans that may be frustrated because of lack of wins, lack of playoff appearances? What would the Violators, advise? Be.
0: I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it home with this uh Q. Your your parents will never lead you wrong. Your parents are always looking out for your best interest. So if they're fans and you're fans, it's for a reason. It's for a bigger picture, but your your fandom is tested. So you need to exercise patience and stick to it. Because that's what it takes to be a fan. Once you choose whatever color that you represented, that's it. You can't pass it on, give it to somebody else. It ain't basketball. You can't lay it on the ground. You've got to carry it like the cross. And that's that's just the way I feel about it. Once you choose those colors, that's for life. Yeah, no, it really
1: is. And, you know, the the Al Davis special on ESPN, the 30 for 30, Al Davis versus the NFL, it just played, and uh, it was something that I think all of Raider Nation was excited to watch. And, you know, he chose those colors. He chose the silver and black. He looked at Army and saw their colors and just put his own twist to it. But what do those colors mean to you? What does the silver and black mean to you?
0: It, It represents knights to me. Now, As a kid, I was always into knights and armors and swords. So upon seeing those colors, I didn't even know the name of them. I'm just like, I like this team right here. They were playing the Kansas City Chiefs, ironically, and uh, I saw a close-up of the shield on the helmet with two swords behind a pirate's face. (laughs) Love at first sight. And I made it, at that moment, my quest as a kid to go wherever that team was. Later, I'm finding out they were in California, so it was California Dreaming. Ever since... I was about 12 years old. <laughs> I, and love I was it. in Mississippi. I was, I was growing up in Mississippi at that
1: time. Okay. Okay. I love it. Great greatness right there. So uh, fast forward to, to modern day. You know, since John Gruden has returned, 2018, 4-12, 2019, 7-9, 8-8 and season just wrapped up in 2020. Uh, what's your thoughts on the last three-year run for, for the Raiders and John Gruden? And, and what do you think the, the future holds in 2021?
0: Well, I'm always going to tell you as a diehard, the future is bright. Right. Because we don't know what tomorrow brings. We can't do nothing about the cracked eggs behind us. You may as well cook an omelet. Um, (laughs) But always look positively, and I look forward. The future looks bright. I say this team is growing. We've got a, a mass of talent there, but it's just about chemistry and leadership. So once all that comes together, it'll be like watching Tampa Bay's team turn around in one season. It, it's, it, we've seen it happen with other teams, so don't think that our team can't do the same thing. We will be back hosting one of those Lombardis.
1: What do you feel is the offseason priority? What would you like to see as the priority for the Raiders to do? Uh, where should their focus be, in your opinion?
0: Well, like I say, I'm not on payroll, Q, but <laughs> as an average fan who, who watches the game as if I'm a coach or a scout, I'm just saying we need defensive pieces. And uh, I won't go into details, but we just need more maturity on that defensive side, whether it be a couple of blue chip guys or whatever, by whatever means necessary. That's what we need to accomplish. Our offense is now to the point where we can put up points with pretty much anybody. No, but we have at the same time. We have to keep them out of the end zone, and that's the name of the game
1: absolutely a- absolutely and I'll tell you I- I'll have to say you're not just an average fan <laughs> you are not an average fan uh, that is that is selling yourself way too short you do you do uh, you do a whole lot you represent a whole lot and you go and you know what you're talking about you know what you're looking at so uh, just kind of moving forward with this team and, and we're talking about defense and just stepping that up uh, would you have any kind of a problem with them going out and making a major trade this offseason I know the conversation is always gonna be around the quarterback and all that, but I'm not worried about that. Would you have any problem with them going out and making a, a, a major trade for a big-time defender?
0: Well, here's the nature of that game. You can't play that game scared. So, you know, like I say, this is way above my pay grade, but <laughs> to the front office and all those guys, when they make their collective decision, don't be afraid to roll the dice. You know, the Raiders were known for that back when I was watching them as a youngster. You know, gamblers were nothing for them. That was just a Raider weight. And, you know, by any means necessary. So, yes, if some major trade would happen. And I, I look at the same stuff that's circulating. But we never try to be Nostradamus. We just wait and see what takes place. And then whatever takes place as fans, we either love it or we don't. But at the same time, look at the bigger picture, and that's the end result, Where we're trying to get to. So sometimes, like you say, I mentioned cracked eggs. You never make an omelet without cracking some eggs.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. I'm going to use that line one time. I'm telling you, I'm going to use it and I'm going to give you credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like Appreciate that. It. Talking right now with Wayne Mabry, a.k.a. The Violator, going to be going into the Ford Hall of Fans. Can't wait to see that in Canton, Ohio. And, and what are your plans? I know it's only February and you have a while before it's actually going to it's gonna be that time. But what are your plans? Who's going to be with you? I mean, just what is that moment going to mean? And, and just how are you going to kind of take all that in?
0: Well, you always hear my sayings uh, on social media I use, enjoy the moments. I Even in, in Tampa this past weekend, my wife and I, we just enjoyed the moments. I always like to just soak it up, almost like an outside body experience where I'm looking at myself from across the room, just soaking up the moments because these moments don't happen like that every day, and some don't ever happen again. So you just accept it for what it is. You remain humble. You know, you know where my faith lies. Yeah. So I just give thanks. I'll spend more time giving thanks, saying thank you for allowing this. Thank you for blessing me with that. And that's kind of the way I've been going for, like I say, almost 30 years, done in that war paint. It's it's not about what's going to happen. It's about the journey getting to that destination.
1: You talked about giving thanks. You talked about being in Tampa Bay. I saw the picture of you in the stands, you and your wife. And I always say this, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that behind every great man, there's a great woman. And, and I, I believe that, you know, about my wife, I feel like I wouldn't be the guy I am without her. What does your wife, what does she mean to you? What has she meant to you uh, throughout your, your life?
0: I'm going to keep it short and I'm going to keep it straight, to Ride or die.
1: <laughs> perfect it really you don't have to say anything else ride or die, it looked like she was having a great time at the game with you, uh, when I saw that picture that you had tweeted out and sent out I thought, okay, uh, they're having a great time they're soaking it all in, like you said, enjoy the moment, and, and before I let you go uh, I know that you were putting out your own line of cigars, I know you had those out there for a while you still have that going on, and if you do let everyone know about it
0: yes they are, uh, I've got my own signature collection, Z 57s so hit me up at Violator57 for all that good info, and I can get some to you, and we can celebrate together. Uh, also, check out my clothing line at moto-sports.com. M-O-D-O-sports.com. Got some inspirational items on there. It's all about planting positive seeds, brother, and changing generation next,
1: getting them prepared. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you're doing a great job. You're definitely doing your part. Uh, you've been an inspiration to me. Uh, I've been watching you and following you from a distance for a long time. I uh, had the pleasure to talk to you multiple times now. And uh, I thank you for your time. I thank you for your service in the community. I thank you, you know, just everything you've been doing, man. It's great uh, we need more violators out there. We need more Wayne Mabry's out there. So I appreciate you and congratulations on the huge honor again.
0: Appreciate that, cue. Like I say, I'm just an ambassador, bro. I'm just like the greeter at Walmart. Welcome to Raider Nation. <laughs> all
1: right, man. Hey, I can't get no more liners from you, man. I can't take them all in at one time. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta slow drip them to me. <laughs> okay, you got it, brother. So there it is. There it was. Raider Nation. Uh, always good to catch up with Wayne. It's always good to talk some little Raider football and talk about the Violator and talk about the the maturation and and how he came to be. And I know there's a lot of young Raider fans that might not know how uh, the Violator came to be. But uh, Wayne's always very gracious with his time. He's a good dude, uh, very accessible, and uh, always has a, a story to tell. And as you could tell, he always has some good you know sayings. He always you know has some good uh, messages that he puts out there. He's a very positive, dude. So always. Appreciate any time I get with uh, Wayne Mabry, a.k.a. The Violator. So hopefully you enjoyed that conversation. Good way to finish off the week really strong and head into the weekend. And speaking of heading into the weekend, uh, be very safe this weekend. I don't know if you're having weather like we're having in Central Texas, but man, it has been bananas crazy. It's like the whole city done shut down. uh, Ice on the roads. Nobody's driving around. I mean, there's been accidents in Fort Worth up in the DFW area, uh, major accidents. So uh, if the weather is crazy wherever you're at, uh, just be careful out there. And even if it's not crazy weather, be, be careful out there anyway. It's just, it just ain't worth it. Also, it's a Valentine's Day weekend, so Raider Nation, don't screw it up. I mean, look, you, I mean, you, you know it's the same date. It's not like the date changes every year. It's the same date. Just don't screw it up. Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe like I fall for it every single year. And what I mean by that is the wife always says, oh, yeah, we're not going to do anything this year. Don't worry. We're not going to do anything. It'll be all good. Da-da-da-da-da-da. You know, and all I hear is... I don't know what I hear. I don't even know what I'm paying attention to because I should always be like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I always fall for the banana in the tailpipe, and then all of a sudden at the job, like some cookies will show up, or some cupcakes will show up, or something will show up at the job, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, here we go. Guy got caught slipping again, and that's my that's on me because I believe too much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe, Raider Nation. Even if the wife or the loved one says. Oh, uh, we ain't gonna do nothing. Do not believe the hype. It is better to be like you know what. I just wanted to go ahead and do it anyway. My bad. And then you you're you're in the clear. Don't get caught slipping Valentine's weekend. If you want to be around on Monday <laughs> when uh, we do another show and we talk some Raider football, make sure you get this weekend right. All right. So on that note, Raider Nation, enjoy your weekend. Uh, be safe. Make sure you uh, you know wear your mask. Make sure you wash your, your hands. Uh, you know social distance. Do all everything you got to do. We're clearly not out of the woods anywhere near with this whole COVID thing. But uh, just be safe and enjoy your weekend. And uh, we'll be back here on Monday right here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. Until then, as always, Raider Nation, just win, baby.